Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. Welcome back for season eight. Feeling great. Uh, see, I don't. It, the problem is that I pause, and you're going to fill it with a rhyme every time. So that's my fault. I should just rolled right through. Like, welcome back to season eight. Things going really well. Matt, what is it we do here on Finest Work Songs? Yes, yeah, so Finest Work Songs. We really just love to talk classic albums. It might be an album that's universally acclaimed as a classic album, or sometimes it's something that you know one of us wants to convince the other. It might be a, a classic album, and then sometimes we have the fortune to have guests on to talk about some classic albums as well. So we're excited today to have a guest to talk about another classic album. Before we introduce our our mystery guest, we got to hear from the Finest Work fans out there. So. You know, you love to reach out to us from time to time with thoughts from the heart. And you guys will, will send us some emails to try to get us to address those. And we answer those in a little segment we call Kenny Gmail. <laughs> this Kenny Gmail is in response to our Boys to Men Cooley High Harmony epipod. All right. This person writes... Great items from you, man. I've be mindful your stuff previous to, and you are just too magnificent. I really like what you have acquired here. Really like what you're stating and the best way in which you assert it. You make it entertaining and you still care for it to keep it wise. I cannot wait to learn much more from you. This is really a terrific website. Is that written by AI? May possibly have been. You typed into AI, compliment something. Compliment a general website. Yeah. Does this person have a website? This website is www, because you know I like to add the Gosh, W's. you don't have to add it. It doesn't feel right unless I add the W's. www.hhairstyles.com. H? And the, yes, hhairstyles.com. Why the double H? Ha, hairstyles. Ha, hairstyles. What, so if you're one of those people that doesn't pronounce the H, you know, mm-hmm. it says like huge instead of huge. Uh, umble. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Would you not pronounce both of them or just one of them? Just a long pause before you say air styles. <laughs> That's right. Also, if you're one of those people, I'm sorry, but it really annoys me. It's highly annoying when people do that. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. All right. Well, thanks for that very general yeah. compliment. We just love getting emails from the fans. And if you've got one you want to send us, send it to us at finestworksongs at gmail.com. Super excited to have a guest today coming to us live from Brooklyn. Let's welcome Caleb. Thank you. Do I get to pick my walkout music or? Yeah, what would out? you like? What would you like? Fong hat, probably. Yes. Slow Always. ride. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. I wish I was good at baseball just so I could have a walkout song. Mm-hmm. What age does the walk-up music start? Like, do they do it in high school or do you have to be? I never got to do it because I wasn't good enough to play past age 10. <laughs> But do they do that in high school? Is that a thing? Or is it like, get over yourself, you're in high school? Yeah, I think get over yourself, you're in high school, probably. Yeah. Is that the only sport that has that? I think so. I don't know. If I was a golfer, yes. golfing seems like that would be good. Golf needs that. That's just some guy holding up a, a speaker, like a Bluetooth speaker, like right behind the golfer. <laughs> and they do it like, you know, when you're watching a football game or something, they'll have the music play in between plays. They'll stop it like right when the kick off. So they play it up to the minute he hits the ball. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to imagine a golfer, like there's this guy playing like who let the dogs out. And it's like up to the minute that he kind of like gets ready and puts the ball. And it just cuts off. And the, like, they always cut them off randomly too, right? It's never yeah. just at the end of the verse. It's just like, no, it's like let the... Yep. Yeah. Stop. The action yeah, It'd be here. amazing if they did that for every single stroke that the golfer takes, but it's the same song like over and over. It's always, <laughs> who, let, it's always who lets the dogs yeah. out. Like on, yeah. He tees off. He's in the fairway. He's pitching out of the sand trap. Or Tough Pumping by Chumbawamba. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Chumbawamba, 
Great segue. Caleb, what album are we reviewing today? <laughs> We're reviewing What's the Story, Morning Glory by Oasis. It should be noted that what's the story is in between two parentheses. Mm. So it's really kind of morning glory. They're doing the pre-parentheses. Yeah. I think that implies whispering. Yeah, it's like under your breath. What's the story? Morning yeah, glory. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> morning glory. But it's almost like a salutation. Yes. By the Mancunian band Oasis. I don't know if I said mm, that. I think that's the first Mancunian drop we've gotten. The intelligence level on this podcast just ramped up a lot. Thanks to Caleb. I don't know if I've told you this either, Matt, but I do live in New York City. That's I true. do bring a level of East Coast yes. elite and culture mm. to yeah. this pod. So, happy to help. <laughs> this is an example, Matt, of, of someone that there's only one album that Caleb's going to do. <laughs> and he could talk about a ton of bands, but it's like, if we're talking Oasis, there's one person I'm calling. It's Our Caleb. mutual friend, Smitty. Mm-hmm. He's like, what album are you going to talk about? And I was like, I think I'm right. offended by that question i can't wait to hear caleb your thoughts on this your insights your defense not that there would be anything to defend i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) but before we do let's get started with our our memory so how did you this lad from fuquay verena fall in love with oasis a little lad living in fuquay verena north carolina for those of you who aren't aware that's a town with two first names hyphenated john michael that kind of thing hyphenated (laughs) i was in band class in middle school grew up playing the trumpet we had a what was it a christmas concert one holiday season i think i was in sixth grade i was 11 you years christmas old on this christmas. I'm just saying. you guys are getting really political <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have cable i don't know when we got cable maybe i was like 25 we're at my grandma's house i'm upstairs in the bonus room and my grandma nanny she has cable and so you know what do you do as an 11 year old turn on mtv and i see the music video for champagne supernova and i go what is this wow you know that album came out in the uk in 95 but it probably didn't like really hit stateside until 96 and so that was a single and then wonderwall which i don't know if you guys have ever heard that song that came out we can talk about it later i'll fill you in it's a deep cut it's a deep cut (laughs) i just started hearing those those two singles all the time on what used to be G105, which was a WRAL, I think, subsidiary. No Capital Broadcasting. Yeah, what's up, CBC? <laughs> Western Boulevard. Man, this is such a boring podcast for people who don't live within like a, a four-mile four radius, radius of downtown yeah. Raleigh. I'm so sorry. Are you getting homesick now? If you talk, start talking about Bojangles, I might. But oh, yeah. it was an album that I just thought was the coolest thing in the world. There was like eight million guitars in every single track. Yeah, I started playing the guitar shortly thereafter. That's one of the the records that stuck with me, even when I thought I was too cool for rock music and found Christian Ska. <laughs> Who hasn't? Gosh, talk about a divergence. <laughs> Oasis, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Orange County Supertones? <laughs> Oasis is fine. Matt, Caleb is an excellent guitarist, very tasteful. He is a Mike Campbell-esque, where his tone and his choices, I'm always like, Man, I wouldn't think of that. Would you say then that you were kind of taught to play by Noel Gallagher? Did you 
play a lot of Oasis as you were learning? Were you I'm influenced? so glad this is recorded because I'm going to send it to one specific friend that you know right away as soon as, especially the Mike Campbell reference. Really, I'll just send it to all of my friends <laughs> so they, they, they know for sure. Or at least like tone, which is just a yeah. JCM 900 played through 412s as loud as it can go. But like tone and even like chord selections... Oasis yeah. was also, in some ways, the gateway for the Beatles for me in, in like, another way, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can't untether even just chords and song structures that you find yourself getting pulled toward without, like, that having a major influence on it, for sure. Did he teach me how to play the guitar? He's a much better guitar player than I was for a long time. And then I was like, oh, you just play a pentatonic scale. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's all it is? That's the thing, though, is that yeah. that's all it is, yet it's so good. I can't do that with a pentatonic scale. And it goes back to like how he writes songs, right? Like just yeah. the melodies that he hears or he steals from people and then makes them better. <laughs> yep. All right, so Caleb picked how many songs are on this? 12? There's 12, and I picked 11. <laughs> Great, so we're going to just 13. roll through them. Okay. We're going to start with track number two, Roll With It. couldn't stop until we at least heard the harmony harmony. yeah yeah it's so good like i'm not going to give you any kind of critical commentary just so it's so freaking good can i cuss on that this is (laughs) this apparently was a contentious song this was the battle of the britpop song right? yeah but i read this book this summer britpop cool britannia and the spectacular demise of english rock it's written by john harris and he's full Mm. of crap because this guy just talks about Blur and Suede all the time. Players in, in the larger scene and that Oasis was boorish and all of this. Because mm-hmm. that was the single. What was this, the Blur single? Because I remember reading about it in Country House. Country House. Yeah. And it's like Damon Alburn just, who I like. I like Blur. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to pit the two against each other, it set off the, the feud. There always seems to be the, a need for a rivalry. Particularly among British music journalists. that They love to kind of create these rivalries 
for whatever reason. Maybe it's like yeah. the whole London versus Manchester versus Liverpool versus wherever kind of thing. But it's like the Beatles and the Stones kind of stuff too. And and these yeah. narratives, sometimes false narratives, get created about one band or the other. And it's like you you've got to pick one side to show what kind of person you are and and, and to defend your culture or something. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of class in history that yeah, comes into play. Rooted in class, like are you the artistic South Londoner who likes Blair? And mm-hmm. art, mm-hmm. or the boorish Working football class. lad. Yeah, we don't have the competitions here. Brothers. I guess there's East Coast West Coast rap. You yeah, know, there's regional sure. rap, but there's not really that with rock. pop and rock over yeah. here. Yeah, hip hop is way more regional, or was before. Yeah. Nothing is anything anymore. Everything's all this, the same thing. Everyone has access to all the same stuff. For yeah. me, though, it was just never cool to like Oasis. The Blur Police are coming for you. <laughs> That's what, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How stereotypical that we're talking to Caleb in New York and we hear a, a siren, a police siren. Speaking of roll with it, let's roll with it onto the next Ooh, song. I don't know. That was a good know. I'm just workshopping some things here. We'll see. Yeah, what, just we'll some, see yeah, just trying it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see how it works. All right, here's Wonderwall. gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now backbeat the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out i'm sure you've heard it all before but you never really had it down about you now And all the roads we have to walk are winding And all the lights that lead us there are blinding There are many things that I would like to say to you but I don't know how Because maybe You want to try punching in again and say, so anyway, here's, because that's the internet joke. So anyway, here's Wonderwall. Oh, really? Okay. Go SMC, she'll tell you. <laughs> she'll know. So anyway, here's Wonderwall. Slay. <laughs> He's up on the, the hip. The See, it's up. New York and advertising. Speaking of advertising, this is years ago. He was handling the social media account for <laughs> Toys R Us. Yeah, sure. It was Toys R Us. We can say it. <laughs> Can we? Yeah, I, I'll I cut care. it if we need to. Come okay. for me, Bain Capital. That's who owns them now. I don't. It's fine. And I had a fake Twitter account. Remember those? Like people used to do oh, fake yeah. Twitter accounts for people. I had made one for our buddy Smitty. He's just this lovable character. He's somebody that you could just have fun mm-hmm. with and make a fake account about. So I was running the Twitter ads for Toys R Us mm-hmm. from my personal oh. cell phone. 
Great idea. Always a good idea. <laughs> yep. Promoting those tweets, putting them in your feed. Hey, Black Friday's coming. Here's some toys. You're good at that. Here's some toys. <laughs> it's late. I forget that I'm still logged in to Toys R Us's <laughs> Twitter account on my personal I love where this is cell going. phone. I just <laughs> open up Twitter as one does in 2012. I don't know. First thing I see is a tweet from Smitty Problems. Smitty is a is like me. He's a thicker build, you know, of, of <laughs> solid stature. And I think the tweet from Smitty Problems was, you know, I'm just the right height to be a fighter pilot, but my legs are too wide or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, that is funny. Nice one, Stevens. Retweet. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Toys R Us retweeted the Smitty Problems tweet. I immediately, immediately unretweeted it, obviously. But who knows who saw it. I start freaking out. I think I broke out in hives because I was like, I'm going to get fired. I'm getting fired. Like, we text, but, like, people don't call each other, let alone at midnight. Not for any good reason. No, No, exactly. So I frantically called Stevens, and I was like, hey, man, I think I asked you to delete the account. Yeah. You did. And I still owe you a bottle of something really nice. I just waited and waited and waited and waited for like days for someone to say something. Never said anything. But I was in full panic mode. You were like, I'm so sorry. I'm asking so much of you. And I was like, delete this fake account. Me, you, and 12 other people of our friends read sometimes. Sure. So Wonderwall. Anyway, Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Oh, we're talking about it. The song. Yeah, that's what we're doing on this podcast. Sorry. It's a great song. Great single. There's a reason why people still like it. The reason why Gen Zers still stream it on Spotify. I heard it was the number one streamed song from the 90s. I would not have guessed that. I would have thought it would be... I don't know. Let the dogs out. Or... That's early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. That's from the early aughts. Oh, that song has a good use of strings without being overwrought with strings. That's a nice layer to, to Wonderwall. Matt, I don't know if you knew that. They are not strings. They're not strings? It's like a keyboard really? thing. No, what's it called? It's a Mellotron. It's a Mellotron. It's a Mellotron? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That string sound does. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's the icing on the cake yeah. of an already very sweet song. Here's something. Apparently, Jay-Z has his crowd sing Wonderwall. After his song, Jock and Jay-Z, which includes a reference to Noel Gallagher's criticism of Jay-Z's involvement in Glastonbury Festival. Oh, I remember something about this. So there was not just Blur and Oasis, but there was Jay-Z and Oasis. Noel Gallagher will pick a fight with anyone that's willing to listen. Yeah. It's always genius and how he does it. He is famously in a spat still with his brother Liam. My favorite disc that he's had during the middle of intense lockdown at the beginning of the pandemic I think Noel said about Liam that someone had gotten into the sweet trolley a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's perfect. There's a version by the British band, the Mike Flowers Pops. That the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it before But you've never really had a doubt I don't believe that anybody Feels the way I do about you Yep, this is the first cover I remember hearing about this song. This is That's awful. Was this when, like, lounge music had that weird revival? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must be. Aren't we glad we got through that? 
Well, that and the swing revival. I was going to say, yeah. there was the Christian alternative rock scene had a weird subgenre of swing music. Yeah, that became yeah. a thing in the 90s. The amount of money I wasted on Zoot Suits as a 12-year-old, <laughs> I wish I could have that back. Would have paid for my tuition. <laughs> Don't fit anymore, but they're still too big. Well, the 90s had some really bad trends that came yeah. through. I want to know, who was the guy who had the gumption to put on a suit like that and play an upright bass and then who was the other guy that said <laughs> man that is so cool and then told someone else about it yeah. if I had a time machine and I was using my powers for good I would probably stop the swing revival of the late 90s <laughs> of all the things you could stop I mean I'm not disagreeing but that would be it. Hitler? Nah. COVID? Some dude eating a bat? Nope, not that. <laughs> That's great. Who's worse, the guy who wore the suit or the guy who saw the suit? That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I can't true. fault the dude who likes what he likes and is confident about yeah. it. Caleb's sitting there. He goes to the nightclub. He's got a gun, and he's like just going back and forth between each person. Like, which one is it going to be? I've got one bullet. The guy who told everyone about it, he's more at fault. Because if it wasn't the zoot suit that he was going to get people excited about, yeah. it could have been, I don't know, ska music. Some might say. Is this Jay Giles' band? No, oh, well, Georgia Satellites. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Another one of those big stadium filling choruses. I mean, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect, right? Like someone argue with, like, just someone come and fight me. I'll fight about this album. It's so big. It swings so hard. I think Noel Gallagher one time said it's like the archetypal Oasis song. Even the lyrics are so nonsensical that they still make sense, right? Yeah. He gets a pass for "I've been standing at the station in need of education in the rain." <laughs> you made no preparation for my reputation once again. 
<laughs> what rhymes here? But when you're writing pop music and it's yep. that catchy and there's that harmony, mm-hmm. then, you know. It doesn't matter. You can say whatever. And I've always been, I used to think I was like, oh, I'm a lyrics guy. I'm not. Right. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Like, give me the hook. <laughs> Let me know what it is. And I'll sing what, whatever. I mean, yeah. as long as it's like close enough. But I think that's what's so great about his lyrics is that everyone makes something about themselves in it because it's it makes no sense. It's not banal or like general. It's just absurd because the guy's just like, how can I make this sound catchy? And it's darn catchy. All right. Next is She's Electric. As a huge Oasis fan, do you engage with people when they say they're ripping off the Beatles or they're derivative of the Beatles? No, because I also love the Beatles. But you're not trying to defend and go, no, actually, they're not because A and B. <laughs> you're just like, no, they, they love the Beatles and it sounds like the Beatles. Yeah, I have no argument, like especially as many times as... Liam Gallagher has talked about trying to sing like John Lennon or Noel mm-hmm. Gallagher has talked yeah. about like the songwriting of Lennon and McCartney. Like it's absurd. And aside, have you watched Get Back yet? All of it? I haven't finished it. I haven't believe it or not. Either. It's yeah. very, very long. But have you seen the part where George Harrison is like, I wrote this song. It's called All Things Must Pass. And they're like, nah, we're good. We're going to yeah. record the one after the 909. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a podcast out there and it talks about rivalries. I don't know if it's still going. You know, it'd be like Blur Oasis, Biggie Tupac. They had one that was John and Paul versus George. (laughs) That was, (laughs) it was like a two-parter. Basically, they're saying how awful John and Paul were to George. The only last laugh that George gets is that he had all those great songs waiting for his solo album. So his, there's just so many. And they're like really mad at each other because they're not in like, you know, like John's tripping the whole time. And Paul's just like, we have to get this done. And George just is bringing them these just treasures right <laughs> and they're like nah. nah you know that song we did in, in hamburg when we were 14 that's a better <laughs> that's song too bad <laughs> have it you seen like the a- movie yesterday caleb no i haven't one of the funniest parts in it i thought was when the main character wakes up from getting hit by a bus or whatever and there's there have never been any beatles he he rushes home searches through all his albums no beatles he gets online 
searches Beatles, no. And then he types in Oasis, and the band Oasis doesn't exist either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was just a nice little jab. But again, not a jab because, you know, like you said, no one is trying to make No, they make no bones about it. Like at the end of this brilliant, again, a brilliant song that's absurd, they rip off a little help from my friends, right? Mm -hmm. The the vocal ending is a complete lift from that song. But they make no bones about it, and that's why it works. It would be one thing if they were just like, we've never even really listened to the Beatles. Like, we don't like the Beatles. <laughs> Who are the Beatles? But, yeah, yeah. At least they embrace it and fully acknowledge it. And I've found over the years a lot of the bands I like that kind of just go all in feet first on Beatles tend to do it in a very irreverent, well-done way. I mean, there's a more local band here in Mayflies USA who did that. And I mean, even like their band photos, they've all got essentially like mop tops. And I mean, if you're going to emulate anybody, they're True. the ones that do it, right? The nicest thing Grayson Curran ever wrote about our band was that we were the Beatles on a bad day, which... <laughs> there you go. I'll That's take it. Bad. Yeah. There's a... And this is something that I love about Oasis. It's what I love about U2. There's an earnestness to everything mm-hmm. that they do. They don't let cynicism just get in the way of the music that they're making, which is yeah. such an easy turn to do, especially like in independent music, because it's... I'm cooler than you. I dress cooler than you. Like, I sound cooler. I don't write a better song, but I sound better. You know, they're just like, no, we like rock music. We think this is cool. It's fun. And it sounds great. So, like, piss off is probably what they would say. Mm -hmm. Or something worse. If you can embrace the earnestness, you're not in your head about it. All right, we got one more. Last track on the album, Champagne Supernova. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Slowly walking down the hall Faster than a cannonball Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me Caught beneath the landslide In a champagne supernova in the sky Someday you will find me Copping in the landslide In a champagne supernova A champagne supernova in the sky Wake up the dawn and ask why Dream a dream, she never dies Wipe that tear away now from your eyes Slowly walking down the hall Faster than a cannonball Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me
Noel sings this one? Am I right about that? Liam sings this one. What's um, the one I Noel did sings? not. But don't look back in anger. And I didn't. Inc- I, hot take. Didn't include it. I know. Yeah, Matt and I were texting about it. I was like, WTF? <laughs> yeah. If you were a casual, that's what I call fan people who really aren't fans, casuals. If you were casual, you'd be like, you know, that song, So Sally Can Wait. And it's like, it's not what it's called, Fred. It's called Don't Look Back in Anger. I didn't include it just because it's huge. I probably should have because it's, it's the track that Noel sings on. But I included Champagne Supernova versus Don't Look Back in Anger just because of, like, the sheer... It's huge. It's mm-hmm. so long. There's yeah. a million guitar solos. It's the first song I heard by Oasis, and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And when you think about, like, Wall of Sound and, like, mm-hmm. how loud it is, like, it's this song. And, like, all of the backing vocals, it just goes and goes and goes. Some people would probably say it's boring, but I think it's awesome because you just get completely enveloped in the sound. It's one of my favorite Oasis songs. It's, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's up there and it's still good live too like i've seen them twice when they played in the states at the garden oh really Mm -hmm. first in like 2005 Mm -hmm. like the don't believe the truth tour we don't have to do that album on this this okay (laughs) (laughs) i won't subject you to it it does have lila on it which is a great single and then when they toured what was the last one it had the song that sounded like the foo fighters shock of the lightning oh dig out your soul Okay. But I saw them on those tours, and they played this song both times, and it was still epic. It's just an epic. Mm-hmm. It is epic. And the video was long, too. What was, <laughs> the, so, what was in the video? I don't remember that one. They're just sitting in a room, and the camera's... It's, like, extremely 90s with, like, a kaleidoscope of lights. Is there a fish the out of lens? Yeah, something. Yeah, almost. <laughs> and Jamiroquai is in the background with a funny hat on. <laughs> just dancing past the screen. But that whole Oasis Jamiroquai... Battle. Rivalry. That, rivalry. Yeah, rivalry. That was, oh, that was yeah. intense. It was insanity. For, <laughs> yes. for, oh, God. I remember <laughs> listening to it and be like, what are they What are they saying? I couldn't understand their accent. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a line where he's like, wipe that tear away now from your eyes. Like, what is a tear away? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's a tear, you yeah. know. But I could never understand what they were saying sometimes because of how strong the accent was. Man, I don't I, I feel like I, I can't speak really well to this album sometimes from like a more analytical or academic perspective because so much of why it was so important is like how it felt. Yeah. And I had never heard anything that, that was that loud. I'd never heard that many guitars all at once. It was completely different from anything that I had encountered at the time in rural North Carolina. And I was like, this is it. This is rock music. Yeah. And it wasn't angry either. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. there was no, like, weird pseudo toxic aggression to it. It was just, like, super catchy, super loud. And it was cool. I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. They saved the aggression for each other. The brothers did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I could insult my brother as well as they do each other. I'm going to. It's like a New Year's resolution. <laughs> it's an art. Called Jordan a potato more often. <laughs> This, what'd you say? The sweet, sweet trolley. Sweet trolley. <laughs> All right. Well, now we get to the challenging part for you. I'm sure it's fine for us. I probably want to fight both of you after this. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fair. We challenge one another. If you had to remove a song, which one would it be? So Liam Gallagher is going to come up with some really sick burns that he meant for his <laughs> brother, but he's going to throw them your way if you don't remove a song so matt let's start with you and let's get caleb a little riled up before he has to pick his song sure. <laughs> what song would you remove i would remove morning glory oh my god
Why? Tell me, give me, yeah. Yeah, let's so hear it's it. got that kind of, you know, the one I love hook at the beginning, which I, yeah. which I do like. I, you I'm take not, that personally, don't you? No, no, I, I think that's a good thing. Like, again, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with them you know, embracing their influences. It's, you're asking to pick, to take away, like, a favorite kid. It's almost impossible to pick, take a song off this album. So, Matt, let's, let's do that. If you had to remove one of your kids, which one? <laughs> <laughs> so... Compared to all the other ones, sounds a little bit more lazy than mm. the rest of them. For an album that's got, you know, lyrically some nonsensical stuff, which is fine, you know, I think this is maybe the most kind of lazy lyrically and even even musically compared to the rest all of All your them. dreams are made when you're chained to the mirror and the razor blade. It's about <laughs> cocaine. That's not lazy. It's exciting. <laughs> if I want that, I'll listen to Leonard Skinner. <laughs> All right, Caleb, what song would you remove? At first, I was like, I'm going to get rid of the Untitled. But I realized mm-hmm. I can't get yeah. rid of the Untitled tracks because they're actually a composite of a larger song called The Swamp Song that Noel recorded with Paul Weller. There's a fun anecdote. They're like, actually, this is really cheesy and embarrassing if I was, if it was to happen to me. But he was like, yeah, there's at one point, like, our backs are to each other and we're playing guitar solos in the studio. And I was like... That's not cool. But anyway, the sequencing of the album and how they're Mm -hmm. used in the sequencing of the album to me are perfect. Like it goes from Morning Glory to one of those songs to Mm -hmm. Champagne Supernova. So like that sequence of the last three tracks to me is like kind of perfect. I'd drop Hey Now. That was one of the first ones I think they demoed for the album. It feels a little slow. It's kind of, maybe to your point, almost a little lazy. They wrote the verse and then the chorus like, this is pretty good. But then they didn't know what to do with it. So they just repeated the same verse, chorus, verse, chorus over and over. And they're like, well, you throw some strings over the top of it. Maybe it'll make it more interesting. Yeah. And they use a slide guitar, but compared to the rest, kind of goes on a little Mm -hmm. too longer drones a little bit for me. All right. What about you, Matt? Untitled 2. I don't know about any Swamp Song. Of the two instrumentals, that's the one that I preferred a little bit less. No mm-hmm. strong feelings about it. I'm a... Could what do did you call it? I'm, I'm a commoner. I'm a, a casual. I'm a casual, so <laughs> I could do without it. What is the proper form to lodge a complaint about a previous guest? <laughs> this is it. This do is it. it. Or you can wait. You can be on my other podcast talking about Matt. I have a podcast that's just me talking about yeah. him. It's way more popular than this one, which is <laughs> yes. really sad. Starting. <laughs> so who do you want to, who do you want to complain about? Pedestrian verse was listening to it the other day. I believe her name is Kristen. Kristen. Yes. And she'd get rid of the wood pile. You didn't like that. I'd like to throw that take on the wood pile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we've got a new music rivalry. <laughs> yep. Caleb versus the captain. Captain Kristen. Everything else far more nuanced, insightful than what I have to say. But I was just taken aback by by that take. I know it's their hit. Yeah. But sometimes, and this is why I like Oasis, the hits are hits for a reason. Mm. It's time for your senior quote. Your senior year in the yearbook and underneath that tuxedo picture, you got a quote that you get to pick. It stays forever. 
to mark your high school years or what you were believing or thinking at that time. So mm-hmm. picking a senior quote from this album, Caleb, what, what would you pick? This is really tough. Also, I was not a senior when Boys to Men were a musical group. <laughs> I was much younger than that. Yeah, <laughs> just figured. for the record. I think at first I'd be like, oh, I want to be very clever. And I would say, some, I would want to pull something from She's Electric, like... She's got a brother. We don't get on with one another, but I quite fancy your mother, and I think that, that she likes me. Yeah. <laughs> but I probably would do something earnest and cheesy and just say, don't look back in anger, if I'm if I'm being honest. Nice. That's good. That's nice. the, the peacemaker. They look back at me like, he was so nice. I was voted most friendly. Were you? By my Fuquay Verena High School graduating nice. class. I support that. You know who won't agree with that? Kristen King. <laughs> <laughs> She'll throw Did that on the woodpile. Is she at the in Williamsburg, Brooklyn? Williamsburg, Virginia. Oh, because I was going to say that's the OG not far. Williamsburg. <laughs> that's not far from me, and I'll just go confront them at work. You just go in there, start <laughs> knocking stuff off the shelves. <laughs> Take it Matt, back, Matt. What, Matt? what would your senior quote be? Mine would also be from "Don't Look Back in Anger," but it would just be the line: "Step outside, because summertime's in bloom." There you go. And you're finishing up with the school year, and yep. you're ready to. Enjoy the summer. What about you? Mine from Wonderwall. There are many things that I would like to say to you, but I don't know how. You know, there's probably some girl I had a crush on. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, she'll never know. know. And then you'll say to Matt, do you think she saw it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you think she knew? All right, Caleb, I've been looking forward to this. In the past, we were just going to try and find a time when you were visiting at home. But now that we've got this online technology, you were one of the first people I reached out to. I'm so glad that you came on to talk about Oasis. I always think of you when I listen to Oasis. And so you've got that going for you. Yeah, that's the connection. But it was fun, man. I learned some things. And also, it was more fun than just learning about the band, just to kind of hear why you love them and what they mean to you. It's cool. Really excited to have you on. This this has been a lot of fun. Appreciate it. This has been great. It feels like negative 10 outside right now. Oh, gosh. And so this is like the perfect way to spend like a bleak <laughs> Brooklyn morning. Do you enjoy that Brooklyn morning? Matt and I are going to go down. The halfway point between our houses is the Bojangles. So we're going to yeah. go enjoy some Bojangles just to roll On Morgan, East Raleigh? On, yep. Newburn. Yeah, Newburn. Newburn Avenue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Newburn Avenue. The best <laughs> Bojangles in town. I'm just getting the chicken biscuit. Okay. That's yeah, That's pretty casual. That's me. As always, you can check us out on social media at Instagram and Twitter at Finest Work Songs. Check us out on Facebook or at our website, finestworksongs.com, and send us an email, finestworksongs at gmail.com. So who knows? Maybe we'll read one of your emails on a future Kenny Gmail. Caleb, any Oasis song, anyone you want to take us out, you get to pick and we'll play it out. Does it have to be from this? It has to be from this nope. album, doesn't you it? Can, you can pick one from any Oasis, any Oasis song. Play the forever. Play the hit. Maybe. I 
Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music. <laughs> 